Okay, people, it is Mon- No, it's Wednesday. <laughs> it's Wednesday, people, which means it's another time for Chin Check, right? But, you know what I mean? The events are done, right? So, um... It's nothing to really break down Well, nothing to break down this week So we're gonna bring you something a little bit different Right, we're gonna... Today we're gonna look at news We're gonna look at some news There's definitely been one big announcement Well, two big announcements that happened You know, in a space of... I don't know, maybe 20 hours Something crazy, right? So we're gonna take a look at that And some other stuff Alright people Still gonna be a fun one <laughs> So, let's get popping. Alright, so um, Gosh, when it was on the 21st Right, on the 21st of December Dana White put out a video Oh my gosh The video is hilarious It's 4 minutes 48 seconds And Yeah Oh It's got some people riled up I think it's excellent Right Because Hey When everything happened When everything got shut down Right No one knew what to do and then Dana was like, we're looking to put on fight still. We're not going to stop. And you had Bob Arum. You had, you know, governors. You had the supposed MMA media all come out. All come out and just say some salacious things. Because this is the thing. It wasn't just... Uh, I'm not quite sure. It's it was stuff like, oh, he's putting everyone's lives at risk just to make money. Right? Saying shit like that, which I mean that's kind of fucked up. Right? And it is funny because I think if you're asking legitimate questions, that's all good. That's fine. But when you're making assumptions, that's when it gets weird, right? And I kind of feel, because this is, you know, he, I think he said in the video, right? The media is not about stories, it's a clickbait. And it kind of is, right? The, I think when you read a lot of the pieces on some of the, not, see, some, not all the websites, some of the websites, they don't post actual stories, like, they will take sound bites from, you know, Believe You and Me, USC Unfiltered, Chael's, you know, Chael's podcast, has that got a name? I kind of forget, huh, but yeah, oh, you're welcome, I think it's your welcome, whatever, but yeah, they will take sound bites from these Podcasts and put them out as if they're stories, and it's just like, wait. Firstly, you didn't even, you know what I mean, explain the whole situation. You took one portion of that twenty-minute conversation, and you've tried to sell it as something it's not. Now, 
Not all the media does that, right? But some do, and it's crazy. So you had people come out and be like, oh, I'm going to try and stop that, you know, the card in Jacksonville. Like some people were talking crazy like that. You know? And then when it all went down, when it all happened, you didn't get many that were like, you know what? <laughs> Yo, they did it right. Didn't get many come out and say that. Now, I've seen a few videos where they've acknowledged it in the video. But you wrote posts. You wrote articles talking shit. So, why not write an article going, you know what? Yo, hats, they, they did it right. They did it right. And the other crazy thing about all of it as well. So... Everyone attacked the UFC But people didn't talk about the PFL Laying a load of people off Right They they handed out stipends To some fighters And then other fighters They just cut <laughs> They just cut Which is kind of shitty You know, it was like It was like Oh, yeah, we're cutting you You can go fight somewhere else And be like, well, they can't there's nothing happening What the fuck are you saying But no one talked about that Right I think Kayla Harrison had to Really fight to get The opportunity to fight In other organisations Even though the PFL wasn't happening So there's companies that did Some bullshit You know but no one No one talked about that And it's weird Right, so I think putting out a video calling out the people who said it and then, you know, kept quiet when everything went well, I mean, that's fair, especially, right, it's hilarious, right, because especially a lot of these people, they were, they've said things such as, oh, Judges should be held accountable Wouldn't it be different if You know the judge's name was put out there You know so they had to stand by Their comments Their scoring Well it's the same thing people It's the same thing Your asses have been held accountable For the stuff you said Right and As I said look It is fine to say uh, What Protocol have you got in place But some people are like oh yeah all we did Was ask about the protocol And it's just like well Firstly right Once it's all getting You know done Like let people just get on with the shit Like you that information Will come out Right it was always going To come out So just wait You know what I mean let people do a thing And then that will come out but it wasn't, you know, they weren't always the questions. The questions, you know, this, well, it's not questions. The statements were like, oh, he's only doing it because he wants money. He's putting fighters at risk. He doesn't care if anyone dies. Like, that's what people were saying. Not everyone. Some people were saying that shit. And, yeah, that's some bullshit. Now, I've said things, you know what I mean? I've definitely said things that I've got wrong, but it's just like, ah, you know what? Man, I got that shit wrong. 
You know what I mean? I've said things about people. And, you know, I usually say things to people's faces. And if someone's like, no, I, I, I didn't say that, I'd be like, yo. And then we'd have a conversation and be like, all right, you know what? My bad. I got that shit wrong. Hey, you have to be able to, you know what I mean? Stand by your comments and apologize if you fucked up. Now, hey, you don't have to apologize. But then don't expect people to be nice to you. You know, that's what it is, man. And so it is hilarious seeing these people react and get all, you know, spicy about it. But yeah, the video is great. Like, you know, they put out the facts. You know, their social media blew up. Sales blew up. Right? They um didn't let any staff go. I mean, that's the big one. Because that's what it is. You're you're running this shit to keep your employees, you know, employed. And that's what happened. So, yeah, I think the video is great. <laughs> I like it. It's the kind of shit I do. <laughs> and, yeah, I, st- I, I feel that he was in his right to put it out. You know? But this is another thing. Some people are like, oh, yeah, the NBA. Like, NBA did it after the UFC. And remember, UFC, they gave... That information to everyone else, right? They gave the information to the NBA, to the NFL, to enable them to do their things. So, yeah, people are a bit loose on their facts. So it's it's weird. So yeah, I think it's good. The video, you know, what I mean? goes at people, make holds them accountable. I'm all for that shit, people. I'm all for it. So going into um, the last UFC, right? Word came that Anthony Pettis was on the last fight of his contract. So the thought was, if he wins, right, he's going to use that to leverage a better contract, you know, but if he lost, I don't think anyone thought, oh, Pettis is getting cut, no, I mean, I feel Pettis was always safe, but when the, you know, the thought of free agency is there, you kind of understood, uh, I think Pettis is, he's looking to maximise his future, right, so, it, I mean, although it was a little bit of a surprise, it wasn't a huge surprise, when, um, you know, a, a, a couple of days after, on the 22nd, he announced he's leaving the UFC, right, so, he put, so he put posts out on social media, Right, there was um a picture and it had like three different pedices on it, you know, celebrating and at the bottom it said thank you UFC. Right? 
And then the next slide was a, a letter that read, Dear UFC, whoa, what a wild ride. Almost 12 years within this company and so many amazing memories. From winning my first world title in the WEC at 23 years old, to becoming the UFC world champion at 26 in my hometown. Now, I, I just, you know, point out before I finish, there's a lot of people who go, yeah, but that was WEC. The WEC was owned by the UFC for a good few years before the merger. And Pettis won on the last card before the merger. So, yeah, there you go. Um, and then he said, from being on MTV to the cover of the Wheaties box, I am forever grateful for everything I have experienced and accomplished with this company. Dana, thank you for everything you have done for me. I was just a kid from the south side of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, with a big dream. You helped me turn that dream into reality. Thank you. Lorenzo and Frank Latida, Reed Harris, Sean Shelby, Dave Shuler, Burt Watson, you have helped me and impacted my life and career in countless ways. I will be forever thankful. Everyone at the PI, you helped me take my game to the next level. Everyone that works behind the scenes, I'm so grateful for your tireless work, especially on the road. You have no idea how much you are appreciated. Thank you. Last and most importantly, the UFC fans, thank you. You gave me energy in every fight. I hope I have been able to show you that anything is possible. I'm excited about my future in this sport. I promise I'm not done. From the bottom of my heart, thank you all. Anthony Showtime Pettis. So yeah, that came out. Then you started to see um, some different stuff like one of the uh, Pitbull brothers. I, I think it was Pitiri, Pitori, hmm, I forget the names, one begins with P, one begins with F, right, but one of the, one of the Pitboy brothers, he posted under, um, you know, Pettis's post, it was like, see you soon, you know, and I think a lot of people expected him to um, sign with Bellator, because, um, you know, his brother, Sergio, he went to Bellator, right? But now, on a financial level, you know, going to Bellator, it's not the big move, really, right? Because now this is something that everyone seems to forget, right? So you're signed a contract at the, with the UFC, and maybe the initial contract itself isn't as much as maybe Bellator might pay. But there's other things included, right? So if you're the champion, you've got the pay-per-view points, it's the exposure, but also PI, right? You can go to the PI, train for free, get healed for free, eat for free, and... You can take, I think, 
it's like uh, two or three like um, training partners, your coach, all of that, who get the same. You know what I mean? So if you're paying for all of that out of your pocket, that is funds. So there's all this other subsidiary stuff that you get. So going somewhere like Bel- it, it, it doesn't quite equate, but then where else would he go? Ain't there the other things, right? One, you know, Mighty Mouse has gone over there. I, yeah, maybe. But you're hearing all of these rumblings about, you know, bad contracts and dealings and, you know, bullying and all of that from there. You know, so you're like, oh, what's happening at one? Maybe Ryzen, right? There's that, there's the PFL, you know. I think they're the big ones because he ain't going bare knuckle. <laughs> Let's just say that. That's not happening. Right? So, yeah, there, there's all of these kind of things. Scott Coker, he's been out doing interviews and um, he was asked, and he's like, I will definitely speak to uh, Pettis. You know, so, um, you know, where, you know, when he was asked about signing Romero or, you know, other people in the past, and he's been like, "Eh, I'm not sure, maybe, I I don't know. Like, yeah, there was no, no doubt. It was like, I will speak to Pettis. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, he has definitely got options. He has definitely got a ton of options. So it will be interesting to see. Where he goes, right? I kind of feel that there is probably an inclination. Because if you're saying, I'm going to free agency, you know, I don't think you just go. You know, there's certain people that you'd kind of want to know. What's the lay of the land, right? So I'm I'm imagining he's, you know, his, his manager had probably been hit up by some people going... Oh, is uh, Pettis still on contract? Like, what's the deal with Pettis' contract? I bet a few people have made inquiries, you know? So, yeah, I kind of feel that we will hear something kind of sooner rather than later. But it it will be interesting to see where he goes. I don't think it's going to be Bellator, you know? Yeah, don't think it's going to be that. Oh my gosh, it is getting crazy. So, I don't know if this is official or not, but the word is Ben Ashgren is going to be fighting Jake Paul, which is kind of funny. You know, even like Paul's, he's giving shots at all these people, but he picks someone with, um, yeah, the weakest stand up. Right, this come on. Ash Green's boxing isn't exactly. It's not on the same level as Bisbings, right? Not on the same level as Bisbings. So he picks Ash Green, and um, in an interview, I think it was the same interview where uh, Scott Coker says that he'd like to sign um, Anthony Pettis. Yeah, Coker says. Oh, Ashkin's going to get knocked out by Jake Paul. 
You're rich. You know, Coke is throwing shade there. Because, remember, Askren was the champion under Coca. Right? And Coca didn't... He let... I mean, he let Askren go. He didn't re-sign the champion. Haskin didn't lose. He held that belt and Skoka let the champion go. Which does speak volumes, right? Does speak volumes. It's funny because everyone wants to say that Dana's shitty. Coca's done some shitty things too, right? But so, you know, he fired a shot at Askren. Now, Askren, he fires back. <laughs> he fires back. Like, Ben is all, um... Oh, shit, what did Askren say? Uh, everyone knows Viacom is trying to sell Bellator because Scott Coker is doing such a terrible job. They can't even find a buyer. <laughs> That's what Askren fired back with. You're so... Oh, shit, it is getting spicy. Now, then I hear, right, Coker is saying that he's contemplating suing Askren for his comment. And I'm a bit like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, what are you doing? You know, like, you made a shitty comment, he made a shitty comment, like, you made the first comment, you can't then go, I'm gonna sue, you because you started the shit off, you know, it's like those motherfuckers who are adjuring at you, you know what I mean, like, ah, you ain't shit, ah, fuck your girl, what the fuck's wrong with you, you goofy motherfucker, what, bitch, what, and then you walk over and knock them out, and then they're calling the police on you, right, that's co- That's the move Coker has just done, you don't do that shit, Right, if Askren had come out talking all mad and crazy, like, you might have a thing to say, right? But that's not what went down. That's not went down. You made the first move, right? You made the first move thinking you're slick. And, um, yeah, he fired back, which is his right. He's right, man. If someone says shit about you, hey, you get a free shot back. Them's the rules on the street, people. And that's what Benny Boy did. You know what I mean? That's what he did. So, I really hope Coca isn't trying to sue. Because, hey, that's some fucked up bullshit if he does. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll watch this space, man. We'll watch this space. Well, that didn't take long, did it? It didn't take long at all, people. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a funny thing. So, first of all, we get a, um, a post from Pettis, right? He's sitting, um, at a table, right? You've got, a. Uh, 
Malki um, Malki Kawara sitting opposite him. They're both grinning, right? And it just reads New Deal Alert with a few emojis, including like a big bag of cash, right? So the, the, that went up. Then, pretty much straight after, the PFL put out a post welcoming their new signing, <laughs> Anthony Showtime Pettis. You know, he's gone to the PFL. And, um, yeah, I'm not surprised, right? I'm not surprised because, you know, Pettis is one of these these dudes that, you know, like from his original message, he's like, I I tell you, I'm not done, right? So he doesn't think he's a gatekeeper. He doesn't think that, you know, he still can't win shit. Right? I, I think... You know, within the UFC, he's kind of looked at the situation and gone, man, right, I'm behind all of these people, right? Now, he, he's going to win fights for sure, but there are still a gang of people in front of him who are, you know, kind of more likely to get title shots, because of their their records, you know, just the positioning of everything. Plus, he's already had a few shots, right? So I think he's looked at it and gone, all right, for me to get a title shot, it, it's probably going to be at least two years. You know, with the way everything works and all of that. You know, because, like, some people only fight twice a year. You know, you think, I think Stipe, what, he, last year he fought once? You know, some people, they don't fight as much. Then you factor in injuries and stuff like that. So, you know, when you can think about, okay, so there's all of these people in front of me. All right, cool. It's probably at least two years. Unless there's a whole gang of things happen and I get a last minute call. So... When you then look at your age and everything like that, you mean like, all right, the best way to maximize these last few years, you know, while I'm at my optimum, go somewhere else, win the gold there, you know, do your thing. And, you know, we all know that the PFL have got their big money tournaments, right? So why wouldn't he? You know, Rory McDonald, he went there for that reason. The Doom, he went there for that reason. You know? And um yes, I think Ariel Hawani put out a a post and it said, um, what I'm looking to make a run at another world championship, and the PFL format will allow me to do that in twelve months and do it the following year at a hundred and seventy pounds. The offer the PFL gave me was extremely fair and they presented it as a partnership. Ready for a new chapter and a fresh start. Gonna be a fun ride. It's showtime. So, um, yeah, I believe that he's going to enter as a lightweight. You know, gonna be a lightweight and then move up to welterweight. 
And yeah, as he said, you can do it in 12 months because it's a tournament, right? So everyone fights, and then the last fight, that's for the belt. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I, it makes sense. And if, if you feel that you're the top of the game, yeah, why wouldn't he do that? Yeah, and doing it at lightweight first, that makes sense because, yeah, Rory McDonald will be in the welterweight tournament. Right, so, you know, he can potentially have Rory do that 170, and who knows if Rory, you know, leaves after one year, maybe he wins the thing, then he's like, right, I made a meal, I'm gonna go somewhere else now, you know, maybe retire, who knows, but, yeah, it, it gives that separation, so, yeah, I think this was a, a good move by uh, Pettis, it makes a lot of sense, you know, definitely makes a lot of sense, hey, um, be definitely interesting now, right, PFL, they've, they've picked up a few people, you know, but I don't, I don't think we can watch it in the UK, that's the pain of it all, you know what I mean, these things happen, can't watch it in the UK, I think they should put the PFL on Fight Pass, that'd be fire, you know, that'll be fire, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely interested to see how he does, you know what I mean, definitely interested to see how he does, so um, yeah, congratulations to Showtime Pettis, man, hey, by the end of next year, he might be a millionaire, <laughs> so people, Sunday was a great day, right, we had Submission Underground 19, we had Combat Jiu-Jitsu Worlds, the female featherweights, flyweights even, no, it wasn't featherweights, it was flyweights, 125, it was a fun day, you know, thinking they the last cards of the year, then all of a sudden today, you know what I mean, we get posts, we get information, motherfucker, Uncle Chael, he is, uh, he's dropping some shit on us, people. He's giving us a late Christmas present, right? Because on Wednesday, the 30th of December, Submission Underground 20. That is correct, people. We're getting another one. And this is interesting, right? Because... We got a lot of the same fighters. You mean a lot of the same fighters that fought on Sunday are doing it again. Right? So the main event is Ryan Bader against Mason Fowler. Yo, for the strap, two people. For the strap. Right? We're getting Ishii. Against Craig Goddamn Jones. Okay. You know what I mean? And CB Dolloway against Boogie Boy Martinez. That's some fire shit. You know what I mean? I cannot wait. This is incredible. It's incredible. Now, I don't know if there's going to be more fights. But they're the ones on the poster. And I guess because, um, yeah, because of the nature of it all. You know what I mean? Because it's just like super last minute, you know? 
I, that that very well could be it, but I do suspect that there might be a few more. You know, I do suspect that there might be a few more fights thrown in the mix. You know what I mean? Which, man, <laughs> it's awesome. Like ah, I love a good grappling event. You know what I mean? And um, yeah. It looks like we're getting a good grappling event, man. So, uh, yeah, this is awesome. This is awesome, people. And, right, now, I'd organised this next thing before I even knew that. But, yeah, we're going to have a little fun thing for you Ooh, on Monday. Yeah, we, we're getting a little special guest in the place. We're going to have a conversation, people. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I think we've got some stuff to talk about. You know, so, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. But Submission Underground 20 is coming. It's coming, people. I mean, they're great. Flat, they are great matchups, right? Really good matchups. So, um, yeah, looking forward to it. It's 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, and it's on Fight Pass. So, uh, yeah, people, do not fill up your Wednesday. <laughs> because, um, yeah, it's the Submission Island. That's where we're going. All right? Okay, people, so we draw to a close on another episode, and there's been, um, yeah, there's been a, quite a bit of fight news, actually, alright, so it would seem that um, the UFC is looking to go on ABC TV, you know, I mean, ABC is owned by Disney, so, yeah, I, 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 I guess, and I think they're saying that the January 16th card will be the first to do that, but also, not quite sure why, but the card that would have been on the 30th, that's been, um, that's been scrapped, so now... They're moving fights around, you know? I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess because you've got the, um, you know, UFC 257 on the 23rd, so it's getting from Abu Dhabi all the way back and just, yeah. So I, I guess that might be it. Who knows? I don't know. But they're moving fights. So a lot of the fights that were on... Um, the 30th are getting moved to um, the 20th, right? So, um, out of all of those fights, we are getting um, Vincenzo Moreira against Isaac Villanueva. That's been moved. The Pedro Munez against Jimmy Rivera. That will also now be on the 20th. Um... We've also, on that 20th card, Mike Jackson, right, who we last saw against CM Punk, he will be fighting the newly signed Irish star, Dean Barry, so that's happening on the 20th, 
Uh, we're also getting um, Kevin Gaskillin against Ian Heinish. That's been moved to the 20th. We're getting um, Michael Chiesa against Neil Magny. Oh, that's a good fight. Right, so that's going to be taking place on the 20th. So then we, um, you know, we jump to the 23rd, UFC 257 um, with, um, you know, Poirier and McGregor. It looks like on that card, we're getting Dan Hooker against Michael Chandler, which that's an interesting one, people. You know what I mean? That is definitely an interesting fight. Now, um, I, I I think because everyone was saying it was he Chandler would be going up against Gaethje, which didn't really make any sense. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, I I think that against Hooker, that's definitely a, a fight because now you get to see. Can, can he hang? Right? There's Hooker. He may have just lost to Poirier. But that was a tough friggin' fight. Hooker can swing. You know? And, he, and he's just, just underneath the top dudes in that division. So this will definitely be a good test. And, um, oh, you know what? You can, uh, yeah, I, I think I misspoke, right? No, so Gaskellin Hyanish isn't going to the 20th, is actually moving to the 13th of February, UFC 258, right? So, um, yeah, alright, I mean, that makes sense, right? Because, um, yeah, you want some big fights on that card because at the moment it's, you know, headline Kamara Usman against Gilbert Burns. We're also getting Uriah Hall against Chris Weidman, Gabriel Green against Phil Rowe, Pollyanna Viana against Mallory Martin, Julian Marquise against Maki Patolo. And Macy Barber is also on that card. So, yeah, adding um, Gaskellin Heinish, that definitely, you know, adds a little something else to that one. So, uh, yeah. Oh, no, it's Barber against Alexa Grasso. That's who she's fighting. All right, so then we jump to the 27th of February, and Montana De La Rosa is going to be fighting Mara Barrera Silva. That's an interesting one. And then also on that card is Emily Whitmore against Hannah Cypher. And I hope. You know, I mean, Cypher's, you know, her last fight was a few months back. So, hopefully, she's just been in the wrestling room, right? Just working on those wrestling moves. And then, um, yeah, I think once she gets that takedown defense in place and some jujitsu, she's going to be a threat because her stand-up is decent. You know what I mean? But, um, people, that is it. We are done. We will be back on Friday with a special episode. Hey, I, I think you're going to like it, people. So we will see you on Christmas Day. All right? Until then, 
Peace.